everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, Ginger Heat, one of the four jobbers, probably the biggest jobber of them all, the worst jobber, or however the scale works of jobberdom. But I am not alone. I am joined by some friends. I am joined by the body from Kirkcuddy, Jordan Deves, all the way from Scotland. How you doing this week, buddy? Ooh, feeling good, feeling good. This week was my week. Um, yeah, I had some <laughs> enjoyable wrestling, had a couple of days off together. That's a rare treat in the world of retail. Um, but yeah, it's been, been a pretty good week. I'm pretty uh, content. Mm. Well, if you're on salt and sauce with that, give me an knock eye. Okay. But this of course, for all the fans at home, you can listen to the slap. Oh, yeah. Anyone oh. who's just listening to the audio is, is going to be confused because <laughs> they're just going to hear the slapping. and uh... <laughs> That's all right. Slapping of an elbow. Well, you should check out the episode on YouTube then. We are actually on YouTube. You can see our lovely faces spewing out our jobber thoughts. And, of course, there is probably no bigger jobber than myself. But if there was, his name would be the Venomous the son of the dentist, he is Ryan, the Wax Mamba. How are you doing this week, my friend? I'm doing a lot better than I was uh, last week because I have a retraction to make. Uh, I must admit, last week on the show, uh, during our introduction segment, I was a, a bad fan. I was a bad fan. I proclaimed that my Montreal Canadiens were dead <laughs> in the water. They were hopeless get rid of everybody, trade them all, blow up the team. And to be fair, they didn't look very good at the time. But They looked terrible. Here we are six, six days later, and they came back against the loser Maple Leafs, and they're moving on. We'll see ya uh, from Chris Jericho's hometown, as we all know, Winnipeg, you idiot. Mm. So I'm feeling good. I wonder great. if uh, maybe some Owens-Jericho banter online, hopefully. Mm. Oh. Former best friends. Mm, former best friends, one of the best storylines for me in WWE history now, you know, Absolutely. as it continues to get older and we start to uh, understand that it's the, the likelihood of that ever happening again is, is becoming less and less likely, especially as AEW continues its success with this pay-per-view. Huh? Perhaps? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, we'll get into it. Maybe. We'll see. But speaking of Toronto Blue, there is a man here who usually bleeds blue, but he has flip-flopped back to his home and he now represents the Bleu Blanc Rouge. He is the enigmatic. He is the charismatic. He is the bizarre. He is the mysterious. He is Jason, the Champions <laughs> League champion. <laughs> oh. Can you sing the lyrics, Jay? Of course. Oh, might want to read them. <laughs> Shout out to the greatest football team in all of Europe. Chelsea, the champions well, wow. of the champions. It's one thing to say, yeah, I'm a Chelsea fan, and to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, football, soccer ball, and all that kind of stuff. But you actually have a scarf and a hat. Why do you... I mean, you're not actually a Chelsea fan, right? I, I am. I'm the fan of the greatest team. You didn't watch any of the games this year. You didn't watch yeah. any of the Champions League games. You didn't even watch the Champions League final. There's a lot of people that watch the game that aren't fans. Just because I happen to miss the game doesn't make me not a fan. Mm. In my mind, it does because I know you very well. But <laughs> <laughs> I know that if you cared, you would watch it. But I do understand that that is, you know, that's true. 
It was a less than thrilling game. I did watch it. It, it was fine. It. Um, you watched some of it. Well, yeah, yeah, that's very true. I kind of took in some of it, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was a good, good game. Um, some big injuries as well, but I, I guess that the the big um, finale for Aguero wasn't there, right? And I guess that was a, a bit so, of a stinker for that poor guy. But now he's off to Barcelona. Barcelona. So but him and Messi are friends, right? They are now. Um, I mean, <laughs> I know they were countrymen, but I think they're actually also yeah. friends of some sort. So them two together is a pretty deadly Interesting attack. dynamic. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Exciting though. Meanwhile, Chelsea looking at Lukaku. Kaku, oh, no, like he didn't <laughs> fit before. Don't do it again. Come on. Stay yeah, in. I don't know. I don't know. I he might. Just... You know where he might fit in very well with Team Belgium in ten days. Uh, I know. Hey. Team Belgium. I don't, do they call them team, like Team Belgium, Team England in soccer? Because nah, in, in, in hockey Bel- they just, do. Yeah, just Belgium, I guess. Belgium. Or, or okay. Just the name of the country. On, on paper, Belgium <laughs> should absolutely destroy everybody in the world of European football. But it's just, it doesn't seem to materialize for them. So what? maybe this year with some of their yeah. their bigger players being champions in Club football. Europe's full of like these super teams now, though, like England and obviously still Spain and Portugal, you know, full of so much talent. Yeah. I don't know. There's some, like, obviously, there's still Germany. <laughs> it's still, as it's a, you still have to go with Germany. the, yes, you still gotta Germany's go with got to go with the some former, young beast, though. You got to go Boys. with the defending World Cup champs. Yeah. France. They're young. Yeah, yeah. You can't forget about good. Mbappe and the boys. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mbappe. Mbappe. I mean, still gonna... Mbappe. I'm still going to Tip stick with, of course, Scotland you have to. in our first competition for God knows how long. I'm so excited. They have a Manchester United player, don't they? We... Is it Kieran McTierney or something? Uh, yeah, Kieran McTierney. McTominay. Yeah, McTominay, Scott McTominay. Ooh, yes. um, and a couple of a Liverpool boy and Robertson. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a Chelsea boy, Blair, someone or other. Um <laughs> Like, this is the thing. We've got some players that play for big teams. The problem is they're like the second or third pick for that team. They're not like the the. Starter. And someone got hurt. Uh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. For yeah, Scotland? Um, yeah, I know that one Scotland of our guys. I think it's a tested. defender. Oh, okay. I know and one another of our guy guys tested positive. positive. So that's a bit of a stinker. But you know, I will be uh, going for. England, as always. Come on, England. But I will have a soft spot for Finland as a player from the foot club of Montreal. We'll be on the team for Finland. Is he the only one in Europe? Or is he uh, the only one in this tournament from Montreal? I think from so. From the Impact? Or the CF so. Montreal, sorry. From CF Montreal, yeah, I believe so. Club de foot. Club de foot. Anyway. I still support him, but I don't like the name. <laughs> that is fair. That's very reasonable. But anyway, I digress. It was quite the week in wrestling, my goodness. But before we get into that, what are y'all drinking today? Do you have any uh, cups of water in front of you? What's what's on the docket today? I'm on the waters. Waters for the wax. I've got uh, waters for the Jason. A lovely, uh, a lovely beer for myself. But I don't know what happened to this one. It's been bashed. The can's been destroyed. I don't, I don't remember doing anything when I was bringing it back. But I did buy them when I was drunk. So maybe something happened on my way home. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking at the can. There's like a couple of them that are all bashed. I'm thinking, 
Did I do that? I don't remember that. Bash Brothers. Did I do that? Yeah, yeah. Danny, Danny Basham, yeah. <laughs> and his brother? Donny. Donny, Davey? Donny and or... Danny. They're both I named Danny. Baldini, Double Wood. Double Wood. Nice. Extra Doink. Wood. Well, cheers to you whatever you're Doink drinking. IPA would be good. <laughs> Doink Basham. Doink IPA. <laughs> oh, that's something that happened this week. I... Uh, as I said to you previously, we uh, brewed some beer, mm. and uh, at the end of last week, we bottled our beer. Bottled. So I now have bottles of my my own Whoa. brewed beer. Now we, we're, we're first for ever. To, yeah, we're waiting for them to condition. But once they're done, we pop, we sip. What are you guys so expecting yeah. with this? Like, what kind of beer is it? It's a session ale, so it should be um, it should be quite light. The hops that we've used um, are not like citrusy, but they're a little bit sweet. Um, mm. But there is a kind of one of the hops we've used is called Simcoe, so it brings a kind of bittery aftertaste to it. So yeah, excited, um, excited to see how it turned out. When I was so we had um, we were making it like the siphoning the beer from the thing to the bottles and everything. But we didn't have a like a pump for the siphon, so the only way to get it from bucket to bottle or to other bucket to then bottle was for me to just suck on the end of a tube and put it mm. in, right? Siphon it. Yeah, so I just you know old school. Like Jason style, does like, to get gas. Exactly, yeah. So I'm firing through that, and then after you know, every so often it keeps stopping because I move the the pipe or whatever. Mm. Oh my days! The amount of times I was doing that, I must have drank like a liter of my own beer, and I was absolutely <laughs> pissed. But like, I'm halfway through bottling it, like folded over and mass is sitting. What are you doing? I'm like, mass. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm steaming, mate. <laughs> so yeah. But the um, the only two Tasting things you brew though. are potions and beer, right? What else do you brew? Um, coffee. Brew... Coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Brew your tea? own coffee. Would Boom. you brew tea? Tea. Mm. You drink brewney. <laughs> potions, oh. beer, and coffee. <laughs> Potions? What potions are you brewing today, Jason? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you say if you say I'm brewing something like she was brewing potions, beer. That yeah. I would have thought potions because I would have thought of video games or magic, but I would have brewed potions. Yeah, you yeah but if you wine. if you if you meet somebody just in a social setting, it's like, what are you doing in your spare time? I brew potions. What do you think of that person? <laughs> no, I'd if you say if she if, if she says yeah. I brew things, you'd be like, oh, like potions or beer. <laughs> Jason but why, yes. why about potions the Bible. first? Why would you think potions <laughs> I first? wouldn't think potions first. Yeah, I'd think... <laughs> I'd Not all witches are bad. <laughs> what if There's it good was witches. a guy? Did you see the Wizard of Oz? There's good potions. Yeah, she died. Oh, no, 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 never mind. Never mind. The Wizard of Oz died. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. A Have you even seen that movie? <laughs> it's a hundred years saw, old. I saw the, the Wizard Spoiler. of Oz. Spoiler. She died. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you brew potions for a living. It's, it's a haunted, you, haunted activity. Have you ever seen? Never seen, seen Harry Potter. Coffee. It's not allowed. Have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz two? No. Right, genuinely, go watch this. It's Did it only come out in Scotland? Nah, nah, nah. So it's basically no word of a lie. Dorothy, right? It's played by a different person. Um, is sent to that's an the... insane asylum because she won't stop talking about these people she oh. met in the in the land of oz right and then they're going to put her through this like shock therapy to get her to stop it's talking a horror about movie? oz yeah right 
And then she breaks out and she manages to get back to Oz. And she's like, oh, everything's horrible now. What's going on here? Scarecrow was apparently the king of Oz, but now he's been beheaded or something. And he go she goes to the... She goes to, like, the... Everywhere. city. And <laughs> That's the, the queen that is, like, the queen of Oz now, she's like, oh, yeah, here's all the people that... Oh, she? Dis disobeyed me. And it's got, like, bitch. this... Yeah, exactly. Just some corridor with everybody's head that ever disobeyed her. No word of a lie. The Wizard of Oz 2. Go and look it up. Called it's called Return to Oz. Yeah. And I'm not like Sarah Geiger or something? Percent. It's pretty good. It's it's weird. It's really bizarre. But yeah. Hmm. True facts. There it does, doesn't quite have the staying power of the original, it seems like. <laughs> this is the first no. time hearing of this. Definitely not. <laughs> Okay. Maybe maybe worth a watch if you've had a a few, you know, a few somethings, a few needles. At least one bat, one bat, and I'm down to watch yeah. anything. You can put that there on. I'll go. watch it. I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's in the couch for sure. I'm chilling. Like, put it on. Oh, what I would do to be back on Jake the Snake's couch watching a good flick. Let's oh, go, baby. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But I guess we should talk about wrestling, right? I guess we should, Jordan, bring us into what's going on because, I mean, this is the AEW show, man. Let's go. Well, Until I, just want to, I just want to start <laughs> by saying thank you to those who have managed to watch it. I know, Wax, it's been a busy week for you, so you've maybe not managed to, to see all of it, but you've caught up with some of the, the details, so that's all good. I'm going to start by saying... This was the greatest pay-per-view, and I, I messaged you this already. This was the greatest wrestling pay-per-view since the Royal Rumble 2020. What do you think of Boom. that statement? Which is, I'm just going to drop that right there. What do you think of uh, that? Is it better no than the Royal Rumble 2020? I The Royal Rumble has a special place in my heart, so I don't know if I can say that, especially with... Like, the actual Royal Rumble itself that had Brock just destroy everybody, and then the Claymore over the top rope, which was just wild, and then Edge came back, and, uh, like, there was so much went on, so I don't know if I can say that, but it's definitely been the best wrestling pay-per-view since then, for sure. I don't know. I, I couldn't say if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good... It's, it's an interesting I, thing, I like... I don't know the last time I had so much fun and like we're just watching a pay-per-view and this was a risky one because the easiest way to watch it is to shell out the money on pay-per-view. Yeah. So I did. And you know, when you're, you're used to investing a monthly flat rate that guarantees you a pay-per-view for 20 bucks and sometimes you get two yeah. and et cetera, et cetera, that, you know, how spoiled we are with WWE and the WWE Network, as it's one of my favorite things, it's one of the best inventions they've ever had, one of the best things they've ever done. I shelled out the money, and I was like, this better be fucking good. How much was <laughs> it? 40, I believe, Canadian. What's that? Now, if it's the equivalent of their, their biggest pay-per-view and all of that, of course, mm. the price tag makes sense. If it was a WrestleMania, it would be more. I'm pretty sure as a kid, it would be like 80 bucks or something at least. Well, but I, I mean, you're just saying a number that doesn't actually. I'm like surprised, but I actually don't let's know. Say what 30, that means 35 quid. I don't know. Like, back, uh, how much did it cost? Uh, uh, I think it was fifty nine ninety nine plus tax, almost yeah, seventy bucks. That's that's what I remember. Back when I was living at my parents, so seventy Canadian. I, I'd ask my dad to order the pay per views for me. It was fifty nine ninety five. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, I'm just wondering if Mania had like a special price tag or something like that. I think it might have been 70, 79. Yeah, maybe. Because mm. then there's like, yeah, you're right. The, the in your houses and all that, which were so sick, obviously. We'd get those. And, uh, but this, this was definitely worth the money. It was awesome. It was crazy. Oh, it has its ups. So it has good. its downs, of course. It's not perfect. But as a show, I left fucking excited. I left happy. I, I was entertained. It was a late one, obviously. It went until like midnight. But as a wrestling fan, it means, you know, I don't know if that's the time that they need to be able to do whatever they want. But they certainly did. There's craziness all over the place. Um, you know, you, you can tell they're still learning as a company. It's not a perfectly fluid show. But a lot of the time, neither is WWE's content. So, you know, there's, there's ups and downs that we'll go through throughout this. But overall, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It yeah. definitely made me more of an AEW uh, fan, and I'm more invested in the product after watching something like this. Jason, what did you yes. think? Um, I didn't watch it uh, live. I watched it today, and um, um, overall, <laughs> I, I I don't um, know. I definitely didn't like it as much as you guys. I don't think it was um, the best pay per view. Since Royal Rumble, I'd have to go through though to be honest. Because I mean, a did lot you of those... sit down and watch the pay per view start to finish. Like, what did? You, how did you watch? Because were you working uh, while you're watching and stuff? I, like, were you no, watching? I, I made paper... sure to watch the obviously the the championship match. I made sure to watch that like clearly. Uh, the the football field match, um, <laughs> yeah. the women's titles ma- title match, the uh, the battle royal. Um, I kind of skimmed the Sting match. I didn't really care about that. You know, I I went oh. through it, but it was good. Uh, what else was there? The, the, uh, um, what's his name? Miro? The young Miro's Bucks, match. Yeah, young oh, I watched Moxley the Moxley match. Moxley match was good. Yeah. Um, you watched like Miro. start to finish? Like, yeah, yeah. I watched that like... one start to finish. I liked, uh, Miro's match was kind of quick, right? Like that wasn't that, it was there was nothing quick. special there. It's kind of just like, he's a it's beast, one of the, let him get a win. My lowest rated matches on the card for sure, easily. But it wasn't bad. Um, my favorite match, this wasn't I great. guess. I mean, it's got to be uh, the triple threat, I guess, if I had to choose one. Nice, good call. Well, but, why um, don't we go? Why don't we go through it? Yeah, and and break it down piece by piece. Did you see um, the pre-show? No, I heard I did, it was I, really good though. The, I didn't the match on the pre-show. I didn't. I didn't even know what was happening, right? So I didn't watch yeah. it either. But yeah, same thing. I heard good things. That's what I was wondering if you guys saw it. No, I I haven't watched it. I can go, go back, back and, and watch it, it but. But the first match on the actual card was, of course, Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Um, a long opening match. I think it was uh, 12 minutes, right? It's a long opening match, and it was banging. I really enjoyed it. That's the it. biggest thing. Really, the really crowd was ready. Yeah. Like, they were and primed. That, I don't know who hyped them it. up. But it was for, a really weird. I didn't, you know, I know these, both these guys now, and I wasn't excited for them, but the crowd was going crazy. Well, that's it. That's the thing. Like, they've obviously been away so long, and they've, they've brought the fans back. Like, they've had a few fans up the back and stuff, but, to, you know, this was their WrestleMania, so it's the equivalent of what, you know, WWE did for WrestleMania. Um, and it, it was amazing to see them. The, the atmosphere that they brought was insane, e- even for the first match for two guys that we don't really care about, but it's very interesting. But I just, yeah, it was weird. The way that the fans were seated and the camera angle was odd. I, I'm not sure why they did it the way they did it, because it's mm. obviously in the same place that they do Dynamite. Yeah. But they had fans on the stage where they normally come out, and they, they, 
camera up to the right hand side of what it normally is but then that meant that you could only see like this sloping gradient of fans off to the left mm. which I, I don't know that I didn't even realize really it to be fair to... it's an interesting you know? I, I have to go back and realize it because I know I didn't didn't even yeah, you see a bit of the fans and a bit of the entrance ramp but yeah but I, I, don't I know, know. Overall, I can picture it but I'm just like didn't bother I thought me. it I like the setup of it it looked it looked cool you know double or nothing is the uh, the gambling uh Theme yeah, and all cool. that. I thought, and obviously, if fans are there, and it, it it was full, at least in that little area that they have. So it was mm-hmm. nice to see that. I think I just wanted to see more of the fans in shot all the time, whereas I just saw a big sign that said Daly's Place, which yeah, yeah they could have. Yeah, I guess so. The hard cam was yeah. I know what you mean. It was only yeah. like half full of fans. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, first match, class. Um, really enjoyed uh, how how much uh, Cage took out of Hangman. Mm. I kind of expected that Hangman was going to win, but there was a few moments in the match where I was like, oh, is this going to go the other way to build Mm -hmm. up Team Taz or to build up a feud? And then obviously at the end, there seemed to be a bit of... um, I kind of go between the Ricky Starks and and, and Brian Cage, so who knows what's going to happen there. Um, but that's yeah. going to be a common theme throughout this, is if you watch every match closely, the storytelling was so on point that every single match on the card, I did not know who was going to win. And throughout mm-hmm. the match, my opinion changed multiple times with like the way they did some really interesting booking on the way these matches finished. Mm-hmm. I just got to say, throughout this, you're going to see the same theme of like, didn't know who was going to win, it went back and forth. So yeah, it's a great, great shout because that match, it- that's how they kicked it off. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. But like, I didn't know who was going to win that. I had a feeling it was going to be Paige, but it could have went either way. It really. Could I started have thinking. Went way. Yeah, it, it in terms be. of storyline, it made sense for it to go either way. Yeah, I, I personally, I think it makes more sense to go with Hangman Adam Page. Yes, but it could have right went either way, and it would have made sense. You know. Yeah. The one thing the I like. Still a monster. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I liked about this pay per view is, and I'm comparing it to WrestleMania and. WrestleMania backlash. Um, <laughs> the the stories that are ongoing and will continue to be ongoing were obvious. In that, okay. Hang, you know, Hangman Adam Page beat Brian Cage, and the story that's ongoing is the whole him maybe separating from Team Taz because Ricky Starks came out and there was a bit of stuff at the end, and that's obvious. Right. That I know what's going to happen now. There's going to be a back and forth between them, right? Whereas. There are some matches at WrestleMania that nothing, you know, there was no reason for that feud to continue. But yeah, I've just sat and watched another four or five weeks of it leading up to WrestleMania yeah, Backlash. It's, it's a I'm very good like, feedback for them. Like, it's it's such a, a stark contract. That's one of the things that I'm starting to like more is that, that you know where the storylines are going. They don't just disappear. Yeah, they don't absolutely. just stop and they don't just continue when they're not supposed to. And, you know, we know that it most of the time it's probably about money one way or the other. But with AEW, it seems like they're like, no, this is the plan. And after this match, this is where the story goes. Yeah. It's fairly obvious if you're paying attention. If you're not, it doesn't really matter because they'll tell it to you the next week anyway. Like, yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, good match. Really enjoyed it. Um, let's jump on, unless we have anything else on that, because there is a lot that we need to get through. Second match of the night. Now, we've I'm sure we spoke about this on another episode of the podcast at some point about how the, the you know the best matches to be in are 
the main event or the first match because the first match gets everybody hyped, gets everybody buzzing, right? The second match is always the one that everyone's like, oh, no, I don't want to be in the second match, right? <laughs> but the second match, we've got John Moxley, Eddie Kingston versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Champion. That's wild. I wasn't expecting that to be the second match on the card. <laughs> no. Especially when you're talking about the Young Bucks, who are probably the greatest tag team in wrestling at the at, at the minute, right? And then Moxley, who just won, you know, best wrestler of 2020 or whatever it was. Really? Second match? And they went for over 20 minutes as well. Wow. I'm glad yeah. they did. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great match. I really Some matches it. drag on. This is not drag on. I mean, I mean, I could see people saying that, but... I didn't think so. I wanted to see all these crazy false finishes. I want to see all the crazy... They just come up with the, the nuttiest stuff, and they have such good facial expressions, all four of these. I mean, especially the Young Bucks. Their facial expressions yeah. are so funny. Um, you know, I think there was a Roman Reigns ooh in there. There was. Am I wrong? Yeah, they did... Um, I was like... They went to do the, oh. the powerbomb shield thing. Yeah, well, they were doing the shield. Like, yeah. I was, and, like, what are you going to say? Like, Moxley's on in the match, so it's still, like... You know, it's like a shot at him, you know, so I don't There's know. It was a few like... of them recently from the Young Bucks. You know, they, they did the, uh, was it a couple of weeks ago, they did the Shawn Michaels, I love you, I'm sorry, when yeah. they ended um, yes. SCU. So, like, there's been a few of those moments where they're dropping in little, like, WWE Yeah, things, just his, historical you know? wrestling things yeah, that exactly. we all love, and it's like, the young bucks so like what are you gonna do right i don't know it's just it's so good it's interesting the the dynamic in this match was very obviously the young bucks versus john moxley and eddie kingston yes even down to like the, their entrance right it was obviously john moxley on oh, here's eddie kingston uh, john moxley though and by the way here's eddie kingston like, i feel like eddie kingston wants that like he's still not on that like he's still kind of new to the big match scene like for yeah, Eddie Kingston yeah. to be in a match with these three is huge. And there's a, a lot to learn about Eddie Kingston, I think. And that's why the crowd was so behind him. And I also, uh, I'm so glad that I watched that episode of, uh, is it Beyond the Mat? What's the show that we watch, Wax? Um, Dark Side, Dark of, the Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring, the one with the hardcore wrestling or whatever. Um, it made me have a new appreciation for Moxley and, and everything that he's gone through to get to this point in his wrestling career. And I had to admit, you know, I've been a huge detractor, we'll call it, of his, a huge critic of his. And, you know, some of it unfairly, some of it just banter. But his off-the-ropes gimmick clothesline that I hated so much in WWE, you can see now when he's able to do it his way. It came out of nowhere, and it worked in this match, and it surprised me, and it was done well. So I have to say, you know, I I had a change of heart there. I was like, okay, that's, that's how it should be. So maybe it was WWE all along that was like, here's the spot. He's going to be woozy. You're going to go off the ropes for five minutes, swing on back in, and give him a clothesline, even though he's staring at you. He'll be surprised. It's, uh, it's pretty much one of the reasons that I hate Baron Corbin, because he does that stupid slide under the ring, round the turnbuckle oh. back in. It's the same thing. I hate it. I absolutely Yeah, he could do away it. with that. Even though I love Corbin, he could do away with that. Yeah, yeah just get it. Or about the choo-choo train from Braun. That's what it's called now, right? I'm actually coming round to... The... No, I'm not. No, that's <laughs> That is the worst. <laughs> I got me for a sec. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, great match. Really, I, I again, another match that I wasn't surprised by the outcome, but I could have seen it gone the other way because of mm-hmm. the storytelling throughout the match. 
the, um, the BTE trigger. Now, they did four BTE triggers yeah. to end this match. What is the BTE part of the BTE trigger? Because I tried to look it up today, and I couldn't find any information on what BTE stands for or what it means. I, I believe it's being the elite. Oh, that would make sense. I, I, I think so. <laughs> now, you, you've maybe questioned my knowledge a bit too much there, but I'm pretty sure it's, that's I know it's it a random thing. but Because they have a... I'm sure they do a YouTube thing that's being the elite. It's like their yes. um, their thing before all elite wrestling kind of kicked off. They're being the elite, and it was them with actually originally it was them Omega and Hangman uh, before Hangman went and did oh. his own thing. But uh, yeah, I think it's being the elite. So there you go. Makes sense. Sick move, and it just it was so fun to watch. You know that storytelling, great as they bashed his head in. Like it took him so many tries oh. just to, like until he just he like died, <laughs> and he was bleeding obviously and everything. So. Just like yeah. amazing, he just eats those knees to the face, just like like they're nothing. Just, I don't know how. Just don't hold Monster. back the young bucks at all. They're just like, let's go. And uh, Moxley would, you know, I'm sure he yeah, pretty yeah, hard too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, great match. Really, really, really enjoyed that. Um, but let's jump on to the next because this was a match that I was not. I mean, you can't predict what's going to happen in one of these matches, but I. I couldn't believe the outcome of this. I lost my mind. <laughs> the Casino Battle Royal, and we have Jungle Boy Jack Perry is now the uh, the next contender for the AEW World Championship by eliminating, lastly, Christian Cage. Wow. You know, and I'm sure if you saw the video, you know, I had it written down here, Simon was right when he says... He Jungle Boy is so over that the crowd was booing Christian. And it wasn't malicious boos, but they were giving the boos when he was getting Ray the upper Mysterio hand and boos. And then, yeah, and like yeah, afterwards, it's, yeah. they'll, they'll cheer Christian as he, on his way out, but they, the crowd wanted Jungle Boy so bad, and he is so over right is now. Is he like it's Daniel crazy. Bryan for them? I don't know. Do you know, I think the, different. the biggest... Yeah, is different. an underdog. I think for, He's an underdog, for somebody yeah. like him, right... And and for me, I think the closest that WWE had to this, because he's it's not the same anymore. The biggest thing for him is that entrance music. It's something that people can sing along to, right? And That's closest, I have it written down. AEW does that with yeah. so many people. They give them oh, real so songs. Yeah. And obviously, Chris Jericho is the number one. That we'll get to exactly. it later. Like, yeah. but, but his song. The, the last time that happened in WWE was Sami Zayn. And I remember people <laughs> chanting and singing along with that, but it, it doesn't happen now. Now, I don't know why, probably because there's no fans in attendance at the minute, but even before that, I don't think they do it anymore. But yeah, his theme is so good. Sammy doesn't have the same theme anymore, Sammy Zane. Well, yeah, he does. He comes out with, whoa, really? Yeah. Yeah. It fit. Mm -hmm. oh, no, it weird. doesn't fit at all. That, maybe that's why it's... I miss yeah. the old Sammy. No, it's all good. Yeah. I, I love Sam Zayn in all, all his forms. <laughs> but yeah, I think he, he's so good. And, and the match that really proved to me how good he was was when Jurassic Express had a feud with FTR and he takes on 
Dax or Cash or Wilder or Wheeler or Hardwood or whatever he's I can't remember their names. I don't know their names either. Dax Hardwood, I think it is. Uh, he took him, took on him, and I realised that actually this Jungle Boy kid, who I thought was about five foot five, mm. is actually six foot. He's, he's actually a big guy, and I didn't realise that before because he's always standing next to six foot eight fucking yeah. T-Rex. So. <laughs> Who's also like as wide as the, the ring. Exactly, like, yeah. big so, man, Luchasaurus. Um, Luchasaurus. Now that I, <laughs> I see him on his own, I'm like, oh yeah, actually, you're yeah, you're legit. Okay, fine. I there was a few things about this match that I didn't like. Um, the obviously the way that they do the draw with the cards oh, and everything like that. I quite horrible. like I quite like the idea of it, but it doesn't work yes. because no, you end up having to throw people out last minute just before the draw gets announced. Otherwise, you've got too many people in the ring, and we don't know who's coming out. So, we're like, it's the spades. It's like. Okay, <laughs> am I supposed to care? That's the spades. Like, yeah, I, I guess I understand. It just seemed weird. Like it was just, just the wrong. It needs to be done differently. Yeah, that's They're all. Just it's just trying to do something attempt. that makes it but, their Royal Rumble, and I understand yeah. that. I totally understand it. I don't mind but, coming out in different, like those those big like group one after the other one at the end, because tag teams can come out in the same grouping and stuff, which is yeah. cool. But that needs to be a different way because this lottery of, of flashing this card in front of my face didn't work because I don't know who's on the list. Yeah. So either you tell us on the list and you have a joker per group, or, mm-hmm. I don't know, I was just trying to think of it earlier and I, I wasn't sure on what to come up with for it, but... It, do you know I, what I'm I, talking about, Wax, how they did it? So they had um, their battle royal. They would, each group of people, it would be like five groups of five or something like that. Uh, so that it's, had it's, it's four four groups of five. Each is a suit. So spades, clubs, hearts, and diamonds. And a joker, which makes 21 participants, right? But then they, they're like, oh, everybody that's in the match drew a card from a special deck. And you're like, what does that mean? A, what does that mean? A 21-card deck that you include <laughs> the joker? What? <laughs> and then okay. you don't know right. who's, drew, who's yeah, drawn right. what. And then they just go, okay, random deck. Who's going to be up next? So, oh, spades. And you're like... Yeah, but I don't know who's in spades. So what are you? What? <laughs> what? I guess they're trying to build the same. Um, back when they did the Royal Rumble segments like that, where it's people drawing their numbers yes. during the show, because usually the Rumble was the main event. I guess they're trying to build that same, but it doesn't work. I guess maybe the way it's they're like doing they it. It's like they came up with that plan, but they didn't. It's like maybe they came up with it last minute because we didn't know who was in what group. They didn't show anyone being drawn. So it's like no. the countdown would happen and they'd show the spade. And then just like five random people would come out one after the other, but I'm not like excited because I mean, you it's spade. The, like you I want to know music, some of but... the people in each thing. Yeah, theme music will hit, and that helps. But I want to know before some of the people that are in some of the suits, so that we can get excited when they flash one of those that we know who's coming out a little bit. Is yeah, I just thought it was weird good. that it's because it's an integral part of this match, the showing of the card and this new group coming out one after the other. How do we make it more exciting? I mean, is, is my thing really how difficult would it be for Rather than because that the the fact that it's on the screen there, it's just a computer generated thing. Yeah, would it be so difficult for somebody to stand there with four cards, and Tony Schiavone pulls out a card and goes spades? Yeah, and then fine. like some, even just that would just make it a little bit more yeah. like oh okay cool it is random it is random it's not but <laughs> yeah. you know you, exactly give me a little bit yeah. more of the illusion. 
Um, I, but overall, it was fine. Like the actual match was all right. I, I hated the fact that Matt Hardy gym? was in it as long as he was. Uh, yeah, that was watched. a weird choice. Did, yeah, because I didn't believe he had any chance to win. No, neither did I. He was just fodder, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, shout out to Leo. Rush. Yeah, I noticed he was uh, the Joker. Too bad he didn't have the most impressive appearance, but he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was his debut, right, on AEW? Why bring yeah. him out as the Joker if he doesn't do anything? Like, what are you thinking? He just he didn't eliminate anybody? Out. This is the, the last time I watched Weird. one of these matches in AEW, the Joker or whatever was um, Matt, um, Matt Seidel or, or Seidel, um, Evan oh, Bourne. Is that what he fell or something? <laughs> and he, yeah, he, he went to do his mad move off the top rope and fell and hurt himself <laughs> and it was kind of like, like I'm just thinking you, you hype this person up being the Joker we don't know who it's going to be it's yeah. somebody's either debuting or returning or whatever and both times that I've watched this match it's just been an absolute flop so like it's yeah. cool it's Leon it's Leo Rush but he didn't do anything yeah and it's not that it sounded like it was going to be a big name like he's yeah. cool I'm excited to see what he does but it wasn't and he didn't do anything. That that also no. hurts it so much. Like, no. I don't know. Weird choice. But yeah, to... match was fine. I'm just excited yeah. that Jungle Boy is uh, is going to get a shot. So that's uh, that's class for sure. I was not expecting that. Pretty cool. Next match we had, Cody Rhodes uh, defeats Anthony Ogugu. Your countryman. No, he's not. He's from England. <laughs> not, ha- not okay with that. <laughs> Filthy bastard. Um... It was okay. Is this guy Again, a boxer or something? Like, he's not a so wrestler? He was, he was a boxer, and he won bronze in the 2012 Olympics. But he's he's now, like, almost entirely blind in one of his eyes. So he, he can't... He's not allowed to box anymore. So stick, stick a bit of wrestling ring. It's all good. Um, he's been yeah. training for a long time. I think he trained for yeah, like 18 has, months yeah. or something. As and, a first match, fair, it's a good first match. Oh, it was a great first match. But but the, the, it was like the match opened, and it's like, right, okay, oh, oh he moved this. Oh, oh, he did the oh, grapple. And, and then he punched Cody in the stomach, and I was like, oh, here we go again. It's the same thing as we've seen already. He just does a punch to the stomach, and that's it done. A punch to the stomach is just not... Like, if I think of a boxer, right, and maybe this is because I've seen other boxers in WWE, when I think of a boxer, I want to see somebody smack somebody square in the face and yep. knock them out cold. But yes. this whole kind of uppercut punch to the gut thing, it doesn't look as impressive because you no. obviously kind of hold your punch at the last second and it doesn't look as nice. Whereas if you're punching a face, you can kind of follow through mm-hmm. while the person falls back. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Um, so yeah, the match was fine. It wasn't great. It is what it is. It obviously gave us the American dream over American nightmare thing. Cool, whatever. And obviously, yeah, with it, it being moves in the um, moves in the right directions, continues the story. What was it? Memorial Day or something like that. Memorial Day. The crowd yeah. was really behind Cody. So they, they yeah, were... and they did the whole military thing just before the match. And fine, it, it was more of a patriotic moment than it was a match that's fine really good job by cody on that like the false finish when he falls after that after that shot and he pins him and you think it's over but his hand is under the ropes oh yeah i was yeah. watching real close to see if he moved i don't think he did i think he fell he into fell. that spot with his hand just yeah. under the rope like just a really good job by cody rhodes there uh, that was on good. that finish that was good 
Um, otherwise, yeah, yeah not, not a memorable match. Or no, not at all. Next match we had was Miro uh, defeating Lance Archer. I loved this. I thought it was class. <laughs> the fact that um, Miro takes the snake from Jake Snake Roberts and literally just launches it into the, you know, the, the back area, whatever. Better not have been a real snake in there, obviously, but... No, I'm guessing. Hilarious. I mean, we never got so to see funny. the bag open, so I'm guessing it yeah. wasn't. But, yeah. Joel Jake the snake rumbling into the ring with the snake is so funny, too. And then he grabs He's, like, trying to get tosses. in the ring, and he can't. And then he's trying to open my bag. And see, yeah. Just yeah. put him in a bag. Get rid of him. You know? <laughs> I love Jake the snake. Obviously, DDPY for life, but uh, it's just it's so funny. That was, that was hilarious. But the match, yeah, itself. Whatever. The match was fine. It was short, uh, which I think was good for this match. The best thing about it is the fact that Miro makes Lance Archer pass out. Like, it's not even a, a tap out or anything. He literally just dies. This this is being used a lot in wrestling now. I wanted to ask about this, especially Jason. I wanted to see if you're okay with this new finish where, you know, it is one thing for someone to tap out, but more often we're getting the tough guy versus tough guy or tough girl versus tough girl ending in a pass out submission rather than a tap out. What do you think? I think the pass out is fine because, I mean, it, it's realistic. It could happen in uh, a real fight. Yep. I just don't think it should take a long time. It shouldn't be, like, three minutes of, like, fighting and then, like, passing out. It's going to happen quick or not happen at all. You know, if it's kind of move, it's cutting off oxygen. You can't just be there for, like, five minutes, like, fighting it, crawling towards the ropes, and then just, like, ugh. So, I guess yeah, it it's got to be quick. depends what is making you pass out. If it's yeah, a we'll talk cold. about the finish in the next match, for example. That finisher. chokehold doesn't take long if you got it locked no. on good, no. you know. But if you're doing, like, a figure four leg lock. Yeah, I mean, that that's different, obviously, yeah. I, yeah, it depends on the wrestlers, too, right? Like, if it's uh, John Cena versus anyone, I expect it to be a very long, very long submission move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and barely uh, connected as well. Like just, I The match just made Miro look like an absolute beast so i'm excited to see what happens next um, he's starting to get some momentum now finally he's starting to get a little more than his yeah like it's been a rocky road a up a, to this point a bit of a joker and a bit of a hey i'm the i'm the best man i don't know why he sounds like borat but he does <laughs> Bulgaria, uh, kazakhstan you know yeah they're in the same part of earth no um yeah. but yeah good match wasn't anything to write home about but it was uh it was good to watch the next match, however, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, DMD, DMD defeats <laughs> Hikaru Shida by submission. Now, Wax, you watched the first five minutes of this. Yes. Tell me, what did you think about the first five minutes of this match? Well, it looked pretty even from both sides, uh, you know. It looked good from, again, I was I was preparing myself dinner at the same time, but at least from what I saw, again, it's very limited what I make. I made some shrimp with couscous. Oh, and, whoa. Uh, oh, that yeah, sounds couscous. awesome, actually. <laughs> it was very good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it just seemed like an evenly balanced match. Obviously, I didn't go into the match knowing anything. I know... Brit, she, or yeah, Dr. Baker, uh, she, she, she's the one who went through the tax, right? How do you not yeah. love her? As a Maybe I do. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> partner of Adam Cole, baby. Maybe. Yeah, someone that you hate. I don't hate him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> Jason does. No, I don't hate him. I just think he looks like a wimp. Right, well, that's, <laughs> that's kind of the same thing. 
compared to Britt Baker? <laughs> yes, for sure. I think Britt Baker's a better shape. Up. Oh, I think yeah. so too. She might. She might. She might. Um, <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I really wish I had the chance to see more of it, but uh, like I said, at some point during my stream, that the audio and the video were a, a solid like minute and a half off, and you just yeah. so much of the wrestling is based a on the minute. commentary. You can't. Just... So, but it yeah, it looked good. Uh, it looked like a good solid technical uh, wrestling bout, which I'm always a fan of. Um, it was some... until the end. Then it starts to divulge more into the, you know, it was like. Starline kind of goes like Kushida and her, like kind of similar, but Kushida starts to take the upper hand in the wrestling department. Mm-hmm. So she has to do more and more things to like get herself back into it, start to bend the rules, start to you mm. know try to use that heel tactics until Makes it gets sense. into like you know full blown. Cool. Yeah. So it's no, good, job, I, good I, job storytelling. So you set that up perfect. Yeah, you know that was one of the three matches I asked you guys. Uh, I'm not going to be able to watch the full thing. Give me two to three matches I should watch from this pay per view. And uh, credit to Vegan Daddy. He gave me this one. He gave me the triple threat. And he gave me the stadium stampede. And uh, unfortunately, all I could manage was was that. So there you go. There's my two cents. If anything. It's all we need. I I feel like I want to go back sometimes. I think this is a new thing we could do on the show. I don't know if you guys are down. But I want to read some of Vegan Daddy's tweets. I don't have them. Or his his, uh, messages. Tweets. Yeah, you should start tweeting these ideas. (laughs) He's so funny. Vegan tweets. Yeah, I'll read uh, I'll some of them later if I find some good ones. But I think from now on, after he yeah. says things from after these papers and stuff, we should have a couple uh, read some of his messages because they're instead so of good. instead of celebrity reads mean tweets, it's Brad reads uh, <laughs> Brad, vegan, daddy Brad tweets. reads <laughs> vegan tweets. Yeah. Anyone can read them. I don't. Anyone's down. Like, and you have to do his voice though. Of course, uh, I don't know his voice very well, except you know Irish accent. Yeah, Northern, Northern Irish. Northern Irish. Don't, get no, don't make that mistake, he, Noi. If he hears this, he's going to punch me in the face. Right, Noi. Make, I me, see, t- I make me some kale or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want some kale? Um, <laughs> but yeah, match. Class. Yes. Loved every second of it. I knew it was going to be good. The hype for the match was built and built and built so mm. well. I Baker is fucking just uh, so red hot heat. I think of anybody in AEW just now she's she's right up there with yep you know with Kenny Omega I would say like she's so good at what she does and she plays that character so well the fact that technically she's part time is just baffling to me like I, I just think that's crazy. insane she has an open dental practice that she goes back to during the week like it's that's wild nuts. that's wild but yeah I'm I'm so happy crazy. for her um I, I again expected it to go that way but just the way in which they pulled it off. And I, the one thing I really liked about this, because it's something you see quite a lot of in, um, in WWE, is somebody's finishing move is a submission. And they manage to get the submission on, and then they don't tap out, and they have to release it, or they get to the rope, and you're like, oh, they've put their submission on. I can't believe that didn't do it. She tried to get her submission on two or three times, couldn't get it, couldn't get it. Yeah, but then that's how the, you should do it. Absolutely, but then the minute she actually got that on and got the lockjaw with the, go- the minute she had that on, it was I'm out, I'm out. That's it. And I thought that was a really. So what's she good doing? Touch. Pulling your jaw down? Is she like literally sticks your her fingers in your mouth and yeah. like clamps down? Oh, I can't. So even I'm wondering imagine. if it's like a clamp down. If she pulling on it, like well, either I mean, way, she's that's already all. got them in 
basically a cross face, right? With the kind of yeah, so the shoulder no, popping out. No arms, and she's just like so. And then suddenly, it looks just crazy. In the, yeah, it does look good. It, does it adds look to good. the character. It's a crazy move. It's got a good name. It's just yeah, the glove. You know, everything cylinders. about it say? just works. So yeah, it's crazy quality match. She, really, and, and WWE let her go, right? Really? Didn't they? Wasn't she in WWE for a bit? Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe not. Maybe I thought she was signed. She appeared on WWE Raw as a jobber, losing to Nia Jax in a squash match, and that was it. (laughs) She was in part of NXT at all? kept the right one. I I think she was just a local talent, local (laughs) enhancement talent. They kept the right one? (laughs) She's the James Ellsworth. uh... I'm not like most girls. Good choice. There you go. Um, Honestly, she could be a lot better if they booked her properly, too. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, she could. Uh, but let's move on. The no, next match was okay. I, I didn't think Ooh, it was spectacular. It was okay. Um, yes. Sting and Darby Allen defeat Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. The best thing about this was I just sat there 62 years it. old. Yeah, that was it. 62. I literally sat and watched going, this is ridiculous. How are you yeah. doing this at that age? Like, the cinematic one that they did with um, Team Taz yeah. was, was fine. It was good, but yeah. obviously it wasn't live. So you're kind of like, yeah, you could be... Yeah, do a move and then you take could a be cut. Doing a move and then cut it, and <laughs> like, that, you know. But this, it's not perfect. All you do live, it and I'm like, how is he doing this? And then he took because obviously he started with his shirt on, and I was like, ah, is he going to keep his shirt on because he maybe doesn't look as good as he used to? And then he ripped off the shirt, and I was like, oh no, he does. He does look as good as he used to. Like, <laughs> well, who is this guy? Yeah. Like, I was. Sup- I was blo- that's what I think was so good about this match is Sting was so surprising. He was the focal point, even though the other guys could take the shine off a little bit and Darby Allen gets to do some crazy stunts to like give Sting Ugh. a break or whatever, but I was super impressed with Sting, and I've never been a, a, a big Sting guy, but I was just like, wow, 62 is doing this. It's uh, impressive. You know, a solid match, and right afterwards, like the one, two, three, or whatever, JR fucking chokes and dies. Yeah, yeah. He's dying laughing. He's like... <laughs> and then it's just like silence. He he's he's like, a two dollar steak. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm so back, good. and I was like, okay, he's fine. The um, but I burst out laughing. I couldn't help it. I, the, I, once the, I learned he was okay. The big, biggest so moment fun. in that match for me, and I still don't understand how they do this. When Ethan Page throws Darby Allen out of the ring across. Over the barrier and into the fans, right? Now, obviously, the fans And his are, family. It was like his brother it was, and stuff. Yeah, it was his family and stuff. But I'm kind of like, how do you know you're going to be able to clear that gap? It, and it also, has to be a perfect toss. Yeah, because there's also be a big perfect. railing right behind them as exactly. well. Exactly. And what if he throws it, he just mistimes it, and he, he hits somebody else or, or whatever? I was the person like, that he landed on, like, I think it was, like, the person that was in, like, the middle of his brother or whatever, you could see his face, like, get crushed. Like, he, I don't know if yeah, the two wrestlers he, beside were supposed he, to catch him or not. Uh, but the chair that he was sitting just on. It was wild. I remember what, just like. What a spot. Just fucking tossed a human being into the crowd like that is just. Yeah, yeah insane. And Darby, of course, just flies through the air and dies and then gets back up and comes and back in the just ring. Gets back. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't sell those injuries particularly well, but I guess that's kind of his thing, He stays down right? for a while, maybe, yeah, but he, yeah, that's, that's it. He, I think he stayed down to the nine count and then popped back in or something. Some, yeah, some, oh, yeah, because Sting actually held him up and was like, right, 
I don't know if I want to put you back into the match. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know I if didn't... I should put you back in. You're dead. Look yeah, at you. Yeah, you literally on the ground. And then at night, he went and slurped yeah. into the ring. <laughs> yeah. Wild. That's why there's like little moments in that match that are good to me. It's not like exactly. a, it's not one of the best. There, there are moments that ever, make but... it good, but I don't. Yeah. The whole match was not memorable as such. Right. Um, but then we move on to the triple threat. Oh boy. I don't even know what to say about this. I was just so impressed by it. The everything. I mean, I know that Jason's not a fan of spots, right? And not no, the plukes no. that the you find the use of them. I like yeah. spots. Okay. But this was this was spot after spot after spot for me. The the beginning of the match was quite like it, it kind of flowed very well. But then after that, it was just. A move on one guy, he rolls out the ring. Another guy comes in, move on him, he rolls out the ring. Another guy back in, and then it kept going like that for a while, up until four belts Omega comes in and just destroys Pac with each of his belts, which was just such a good touch. One after the other, after the other, like Like, belt shot, belt shot. It is Also, the the moment that led to that is him not be, or was it, yeah, it was before that, right? When he breaks up the pin by... Killing the ref? Yeah, yeah, of course. Pac and, has and him that's... locked, has uh, Cassidy locked in a submission and he can't break the submission, so he looks at the ref and then crushes the and ref. Just destroys the ref, <laughs> yeah. It's, again, it's similar so to fun. the little moments, you know. Uh, the ref like, wow. getting destroyed by Roman when Roman was getting counted out because he couldn't yeah. stand up or whatever. It's similar to that, right? Yes, exactly. Um, but, like, point. they did, the, it's, it's cool because they did the classic heel stuff, like, Don Callis comes down from commentary and pulls somebody out to stop the pen. And cool, that's fine. And yeah. Wait. Be- on that note, on that note, really quick, Tony Schiavone after the Britt Baker match, running up the Titantron to go and hug her before she went in the back was just—it's unnecessary and it's weird. And I think uh, I don't know. I didn't like it. I think there's something to do with he maybe brought her to AEW. Regardless of how involved he is in in bringing her to AEW or being a part of her career, this is her moment. She won the championship. Let her go into the back. Celebrate with her later. It's it's in the middle of the show. You left the commentary booth to go and hug her. I I don't know. To me, I just don't think... I don't know. It's just weird. Like, why? Fair. Anyway. Fair. Um, Shivani, weirdo. Jason hates him. He is a weird dude, to be fair. (laughs) It's Sting! Um, cool earring, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> but the yeah, the, the the triple threat was was great. Everything worked so well. There was moments where I genuinely thought Cassidy was going to win, but also Pack, and that was the thing that I was surprised by. The yeah. build up of the match was so one sided. It was Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy. But then when we got to the match, I was like, holy hell, Pac's going to win this. Yeah, I was like, they're going to go in that direction. Weird, but let's see. Tell, I mean, I'm going to get Pac versus Jungle Boy. Let's go. I was like, okay, they're going to have Pac get the championship. Orange Cassidy's going to have to pick up, piss off Kenny because they're going to fight after. But So I like all these different storylines seem to be created and then like bubbling down. and like So that's what's so good about this match is it keeps you guessing, and there's so many weird finishes. Cassidy, I thought... Cassidy had it, man. Obviously, uh, you know, I'm start- it's starting to grow on me. I, I was hoping yeah, for a victory just... there, but I also think it's not the right time, and I'm happy that it ended the way that it did. 
and that stupid like he's celebrating like he just won the Super Bowl like he's yeah. the greatest ever even though he schmoz the victory so hard it's just like his uh, Kenny Omega I don't know I've, I've I've never seen any of his stuff up until AEW and what I'm seeing so far I'm just like wow this guy is pretty good he's but I think the thing that I like most about him is he's doing the classic stuff well and yeah. I mean the classic heel stuff of hey, I've got a manager and all my cronies with me. We've seen that so many times, but he's doing it in a way that I'm like, this just works, this fits. And adding little touches like, and again, this only happens because AEW are so open to relationships with other companies. The fact that he's got four belts just now from different companies is massive. Yeah. And it's the fact that just, he's able to use When have you seen something like this before on like a, a mainstream show? Like it never happened on WWE or WCW. We have this I mean, this is going to walk to the four belts from different companies yeah. and different TV shows, like a competing, competing TV show. It's just, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. And he does it so well because, you know, I think he understands the culture that we love so much. He loves video games and he loves wrestling. And so he's very good at mixing the two, which yeah. leads to us just being like, yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, a great match. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. What do you think, Jack? Is he uh, is he on all those shows? If he's the champion of all those shows, so it, it's it's interesting because for Impact he does turn up quite a bit because Don Callis is like one of the executives for it. But the other promotions, promos. yeah, the other promotions that he's won the title for they don't have like um, regularly televised like weekly shows it's more events if that makes sense so I think he does turn up but there's not like a weekly obligation as such um I mean like you said yeah I'm not I'm not a huge fan of uh massive spots all over the match. I mean, that's just kind of the way a lot of matches goes these days, so I often end up being the guy that's like, oh, I don't like this, but, you know, like, it is what it is. Like, it's not my favorite style, and honestly, I don't even know if I love triple threats as much as I used to. I remember hearing, like, wrestlers talk about them. Like, when I was younger, I loved them. Like, oh, yeah, more people in the ring. It's fun. It's great. Then I listen to, like, wrestlers talk about triple threats and how they have to work them, and a lot of them don't like triple threats. And for, like, title matches, I'm not sure if I'm really a fan of it in general. Like, it just, because it just, like you said, it turns into, let me do this move, roll out of the ring, then this guy gets a move, and roll out of the ring, you know, like, I don't know. And I know what you mean by that. I was thinking that, because you bring it up all the time, right? And you're only thinking that since you've heard that wrestler say that he doesn't like them. It made me, And that's one opinion. And I thought it was interesting that Kenny Omega probably has a lot of say in this company. And he was down for this triple threat, right? Which is yeah. interesting. So he's I mean, up to the challenge. He wants to do it. He wants to be a part of it. The other two guys, obviously, they, of course, they'll go along with it. It's Kenny Omega, and they're trying to rise up in AEW. But I just, I, because literally, I swear to you, I, I was thinking that because every time you said it, I've, I've agreed with it. And I was wondering, okay, he must have agreed to this match. He must want it. And I think he put his full heart into this match. And I think it really, you know, made well, it full, but whatever. He went all out. It was a fucking good match. The, as far as the performances, like all three of them are incredible. Like this is the second match I've ever seen of uh, Orange Cassidy. The first one, I think he had like oh, a concussion shit. and it got ended early. It oh, was yeah. uh, oh, the last yeah, pay per view, yeah. so like I didn't get the full experience. This 
made me understand why he's so over. He has those. Uh, he has everything really. He's got the character. He's got the moves. He's got. Uh, he's got it all. He's got the charisma, the presence. Like he, like you just stand there, put his hands in his pockets, and so easy to dress like him. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's easy to dress like him. That's, so like as weird as it is, that's that's what people do, right? That's what made it so popular on Halloween. You just put on a Canadian tuxedo and away you go. Well, yeah, sure. like the reason why I wanted to watch we this is one. I don't even know the story so much with all these three, but all these three have such a presence and such a good character that it doesn't doesn't even matter. Like you just see yeah. them walk into the ring and wrestle for I a few minutes. I don't love Pac's character right now. Though. I I've I mean I like it. I, I mean, get it. It's kind of similar to what he was on the way out of WWE, you know. He's like just the, like a yeah. He's like a he's just a yeah. little heel. He's not giving he's, me the he's full. He's just a bastard, you know. Yeah, he's maybe just it's because bastard pocket. He's a he's a jerk. Like it I need could just be because we person, know where he came like, from. You know, like ask the, for a lot. He was a cookie yeah. cutter superhero garbage, and yeah. then like that. He's in a, that's yeah. I am cheering for him to do well here because I feel so bad for what he's in a weird he place though because he's obviously he's part of like a stable in Death Triangle with. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's him and the Lucha Bros, which is Penta and Ray Phoenix. It seemed like it was just there to help him and, as he came in. He needed some some goons but, with him. But then, you know? like, when I don't he know. was away because of COVID, when he came back, it was like, oh, right, Death Triangle back together. But then nothing's really happened with them, and he's kind of been a singles wrestler. So I'm like, are you a tag wrestler? Are you single? Or what's going on here? I don't really understand your position. I I agree. I'm not a huge fan of triple threats, and I, I think that's because of the history of what I see, and that is you have somebody versus somebody, and then the other person just wants involved. Usually that's Charlotte or Braun Strowman, right? Yeah. Because yeah. from the last few years of wrestling, if you've got, you know, if you've got two people in a match who are legitimately in a feud together, well, you might as well stick Braun Strowman in there because he's a big guy, right? That's it. But it's got nothing to do with the storyline, and that's my problem. Gain, big threats. show. Yeah, exactly. But this made sense. It was, right, here are your two number one contenders. We don't know which one's going to get it. Let's put them in a match to decide who it's going to be, and then at the end of the match, Kenny Omega comes out and beats the living hell out of them both. Yeah. And he goes, well, well, neither of them won, so... I guess they won't be facing me. No, actually, you're going to be facing both. Cool, it makes sense. I understand. And we knew that like Pac is back from injury, so even like out of kayfabe, you're like, okay, Pac's back from injury. What are they going to do with him? How are they going to put him into this storyline? He should be in the title picture, right? Well, yeah, we're going to put him in the title picture, but we're going to put some some wrestling fluff around yeah. him, which luckily they did. And and but then I don't you know look why. At, I, there's something about a triple at, threat that I love because it's hardcore. Because automatically, it's no there's DQ. no yeah. DQ. Which I think is so amazing for a title fight, but it has that dynamic, right, where the champion doesn't need to be pinned. And so I understand that maybe it's like a more of a promoter's dream than a wrestler's dream. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where I, I lie as a fan. I guess it just needs to be a good match. But I've never, until I heard that uh, that opinion, I'd never had a problem with, with triple threats. But it has made me look at them differently. As long Wax, as it have you, fits have you with the storyline, I'm okay with it. Yeah. What do you feel about triple threat matches in general? I like them. I, I agree uh, exactly with what Jordan said, is that I don't like when they just throw a Braun Strowman in or a Kane or a Big mm-hmm. Show. And I especially don't like, you know, exactly how uh, prime example would be uh, how WWE is now seeming to treat their triple threat matches, where you have the guy who 
still loses the match, but he's like, well, I didn't get pinned. Well, it's like, it doesn't matter. You lost. You still, you still lost the match. You still lost yeah. the match. That's how a triple threat match works. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're, they're sort of trying to use it as like, let's continue the feud, but now let's put this guy in. Now let's put that guy and that and this. and ooh, ooh. Ooh. But uh, at least the way you're presenting the, the one leading into Double or Nothing, I get it. You know, Kenny Omega is obviously the heel uh, here, and he tried to outsmart and, you know, be a sneaky, snaky, oily heel. And and, I'm, the, I'm a vice president. I can do what I want. You know, like he's always executive. Yes. EVP, what does he call himself? My, I'm the EVP. Uh, he's... Uh, so but, all these uh, tropes, you can just you just spews them out like. I understand also though that Jason's coming at it from a worker standpoint, not so much of the fan experience standpoint. And I imagine yes, it is a lot more complicated and maybe Absolutely. at times frustrating to work a match where you have to keep that in mind because you can't you can't just have three guys going in there and punching each other like in a in a triangle almost yeah. <laughs> for the whole match. You gotta have some some story and some and the classic two versus one, and then eventually they fight each yeah. other. And but it, it's it's you know the triple threat is a is a is a wrestling pillar, uh, and so there's been some amazing triple threat matches um, over the years. There's been some bad ones, sure, but <laughs> there's also been some bad singles and True. tag team and fatal four way and any other match. We'll get to Raw about. later. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> all of them happened this past Monday. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they did all of it at one. Yeah, more. I have more of an issue with a triple threat being a title match, not so much like okay. a match to see who like a blood fight. feud match would make sense. Yeah, like because threat. it's like you lose your title without actually losing it, and then they always, mm. like you said, they always say, "I didn't lose the match." You know what I mean? So yeah, maybe that's why I mean more for fair. the title. If you have like a triple threat for the number one contender, you got three losers that have been fighting it. Fighting it out for the title, throw them in there. Uh, yeah, maybe that'd be a bit better. But yeah. for the title, you don't have to get pinned to lose it. Is kind of ugly, and people That's always bring it point. up now. It's what That's a good uh, point because it has to be done properly, and unfortunately, it's used as a way to protect someone with cheap booking. I feel like I guess it's I'm tired of that point. protection thing. You know, like mm-hmm. it's being uh, used uh, over and over and over. Just yeah, in case I, you want to go back and do a rematch or whatever. Just start, yeah, yeah start I doing think... decisive decisions, even if you have to change something down the line. No more of this wait, 50-50 booking, as they say. Yeah, I think it's also a way, at least the way WWE is doing it, it's also a way to sort of prolong a feud without, look, Yes. they're, they're like painting uh, the same months. old shit. And it's like, oh, you, we had Bobby and Drew, but now you have Bobby, Drew, and Braun. Bobby Look, Drew. it's not the same thing, even though no one thinks Braun Strowman's going to win. And, and then Bobby Drew and Kofi. Kofi Drew, and then, but it yeah. always turns out to be the same thing. What if we just change, you know, instead of Bobby Drew, it's Drew Bobby, and then someone Drew else. Bobby, Bobby Drew. Changes Drew everything. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Drew. Definitely. Bobby Drew, we have Drew Bobby. Hey. hey. Ricky Bobby. Six months worth of feuds. Let's go. Make there sorry each other. Every week, and the other one interferes. You have three weeks. Of, you have a month's worth of content because you have there's like multiple one-on-one matches where the other person who's left out is going to interfere. That leads up to the pay-per-view. This is, what a what a system! It's great. Pesh. We love it. <laughs> but let's pesh. talk about the last match very quickly pesh. because Mark Henry the, before that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Mark Henry with AEW. Um, why? I don't know. Here's why. Because <laughs> they've got. Two shows and they've got Big Show on one, and they thought they we need, need another big guy, known Mark people Henry, from the past, 
to get some buzz. All these people, Randy Orton killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he ran um, and ends your career, and you get a really good career on AEW. It's, it's not so bad. Sorry, there you go. It's not the worst, is it? Hunting. I sorted. But the last match was the stadium stampede match between the Inner Circle and um, the Pinnacle. Yeah. There were some great moments in the match, of course. Uh, some bizarre moments. The fact that Sean, Sean Spears is known as the chairman and was found <laughs> in the middle of the match by Sabby in a room surrounded by chairs. On the chair just like, for him. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of like, yeah, where's the water pole? Really? And he's just like, oh. I thought he was yeah. going to pull the water, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what we all wanted. Uh, a little bit bizarre. And then <laughs> Canadian. you had uh, FTR and Santana and Ortiz having a couple of shots of vodka in a nightclub at some point. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was really bizarre. I didn't really understand what was going there. <laughs> And then there's some DJ. I think I'm supposed to know who this DJ is. I don't Conan, know. wasn't it? Conan, yeah. Who's that? WCW. The wrestler. And other other promotions, but mostly... Was it actually Conan, WCW. or are you just... I think it was Conan, It's yeah. supposed to be Conan, yeah. Oh, heard. really? Ah. Yeah. yeah. Don't know Not who Conan. that is. Conan O'Brien. Conan. 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 Oh, Conan. It was the... The man himself. Did yeah. not wrestle, but he played the DJ. <laughs> well, there you go. Some... Guy was a DJ. And was, <laughs> they were like, "Oh, it's Conan," and I was like, "Don't know who that is." Right? What's Conan been up to? I guess um, DJing. DJing guess in so a nightclub a in a stadium, apparently. <laughs> uh, one of the highlights of this match for me was, for some reason, Chris Jericho knew that he was going to have to. He was going to be in the boardroom, so he'd stashed Floyd, his baseball bat, in a dartboard that was in a in that room, and then obviously when he opens it up, goes ah. Gives it a wee kiss and then smashes it over the head of MJF. It just makes a perfect, like, ding. It was great. It was such a good noise. It was such a good noise, yeah. And that's just after he's uh, stapled uh, a couple of sheets of paper. To that his was head crazy. Did he actually yeah. put one staple into his forehead or what? I mean, it was looked like glue on it, it or nah, it looked it, like he, he put it one staple. Like it was. Yeah, one staple just boom, straight because he does it twice. He does it yeah, once. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't work. Stick, and, and I was like, does it again? did the glue not stick? Like, no, it looked like he put a staple into his forehead. Actually, Jaguar's office. Very cool to see the inner workings of the Jaguar's office and go to like yeah. the uh, the boardroom and wasn't the head the coach cutout of the of, Jaguars uh, in in hmm. the match? Yeah, the head coach was Urban Meyer. Yeah. The new head coach oh. of the Jaguars was there, just being like, "What's going on here?" Ball. He looked like Hank Hill, but. As if he didn't know this oh. match was happening in the stadium, you know? Yeah, He's just exactly. like, well, Why are you there Sunday night at 12 o'clock? But anyway, way to go, yeah. Urban. Um, Jericho gets some boiling hot coffee in his oh. face, apparently. Luckily, no burn there's, marks. Uh, no, there's a couple of... And his, his uh, arm cast, I think they might have interjected some, some filmed footage in between because at the beginning, the way his arm cast had come apart, the next time we see him, it's all put back together. It's all perfect. It didn't look like... So oh, I don't know. Maybe, I was confused a little bit by that. The continuity yeah. here, obviously these aren't things you're supposed to notice, but I was watching the uh, the upper ribbons of his of his thing, and then it was coming unbuckled a little bit, and it would be fixed later, and yeah. it looked like the, the tape was new. But I don't know. For me... Uh, doesn't matter. The, the, I mean, the match was good. I enjoyed it. It was more fun yeah. than it was a wrestling it was a match. match. The it. best thing for me was the fact that Sammy got the win. I thought it was going to be Jericho gets there the win. There were a couple of head chair shots, though, before. What oh, the hell are absolutely. these guys doing? Are they nuts? Yeah. These guys are like, eating chair shots to the head again. To, to the like, face. I'm scared here. Like, almost. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, wild. Maybe if it's but, a once a year type thing, but my God, I was like, oh. The fact that he brain. got the win and not Jericho over MJF or anybody else, I really liked that because that just proves how much they're they're giving Sammy into you know he's obviously been with them for a while from the start of the inner circle and he's done so much with Jericho that I've not mm. even seen because I didn't watch AEW at the time, but he's done so much Same. with them and I think this was more of a okay, we're going to give you this moment in the ring like they managed to make it back to the ring. We'll give you this moment in the ring so that it just shows how much we appreciate the work that you've done. For, it's a you know, great for the moment. It was all it about was the great. moments, I feel like, that ending yeah. there. You know, just a great moment for Sammy, who's been with the company for so long. Not that I've been a fan of his only recently. Before that, I didn't really know much about him. And uh, definitely impressed with this man so far. And great ending, feel-good ending. And, yeah, of and course, we have to talk. He's a beast. Even Jason has brought him up on the show before and been like, this guy's got something. He's so great. If Jason says, if Jason gives you the, the uh, I don't like stamp much, of approval, so if I, I mean, like you, you must be good. There yeah, go. exactly, right? And it was just, and then we're talking about theme songs earlier. Oh. And having a theme song that you can sing along to, having a theme song that has like lyrics that's not just a generic song. Jericho's song is so over. Oh my God. And it must be so fun to be a part of that crowd and just sing along and get those goosebumps. Song, isn't it? It's a fuzzy song, yeah. Of course. It's, it's actually his song, which is yeah. the best bit about it. Like, it's just a, it's just an easy song to sing to, like right? It's just the second best song sung by the own the wrestler himself, for sure. Are you, are you, are you going to tell me Sexy Man number one. Sexy boy. Sexy man. I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be uh, word life. This is basically yeah, that's what I was thinking. Jason says that "Sexy Boy" is the number one theme song of all time. So of course uh, he's going to say it. It might be Hulk Hogan's, but yeah, "Sexy Boy" is top. I'm three. untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word Keith life. Keith Lee sings his own uh, theme song. Does he? Is Still the, the revamped one they made. Oh yeah. yeah okay, yeah. the revamped one. Yeah. Let's go back to the NXT one. But yeah, just when Inner Circle came out, um, and there was the. You know, the big sing-along and everything. You're just like, oh, man. It's a great it's, moment. It's so What a beautiful. way to cap it off. So it's late at night. It's 12 beautiful. o'clock. I'm yeah. batted, and I just want to have a nice <laughs> time. And there it is. Like, they gave it to me. No, it's not Judas some... Judas in my mind. <laughs> like, so sick. It. And you want to contrast from some of the other finishes we've had to pay-per-views, and especially AEW. They're fizzling. They're fizzle event, right? Like, yeah. this is... Thank goodness exactly that they had this. Yeah, oh, great, so great, uh, great match. Overall, an amazing pay per view. Like I said, my favorite of the last year and a half. The crowd. Thank you to the, the crowd. crowd. You guys were was perfect. Like they were just. It's it's like they've, you know, every single one of them, and they're in Florida, so I know this is not the case. It's like every single one of them has been following the rules and hasn't been outside for a year and a half, <laughs> and is you know they've just been let out fresh, and they're like. What's going on, wrestling? Ah. And uh, I hope yeah. some of them were because they they unleashed. They really did. They went for it. They had a great time and they made it so much better. Great booking, great matches, great spots. It went the way it should have went. There's some ongoing feuds. Exactly what a pay per view should have done. Definitely worth the money. AEW. I am a mark. I'm fully aware. It's all good. There you go. Double or nothing. I would have paid double for that pay-per-view, actually. I wouldn't have paid Yeah, nothing. like I said, you know, as, as skint as I may be, I definitely thought it was worth every penny. Yeah. 
Absolutely but class. that is enough about AEW. We have heard it. I want to hear the show that competes the most with it because we'll get into Raw and we'll get into the good and pish. I really want to know what happened on NXT because I didn't watch it this week. The only update I have from NXT is when I opened my WWE Top Slam card app and there's an NXT, um, uh, what is it, a, like a recap cards so I can go through and see the nice moments that they had, but I didn't get a great feeling for it. So, Wax, if, if you know what's going on, like, let us know. I'm, I'm down. Sure, sure. I'll make this pretty quick because uh, I know we spent a lot of time on AEW, as we should. They had a big event. Sorry. Oh, no, don't be. <laughs> as I always say, if you're not watching NXT, what are you doing? Watch it. It's better than anything else that WWE's putting out. Facts. Arguably better, arguably better than anything anyone else is putting out, but that is my... <laughs> As one man's Let's opinion. Oh, uh, we had a. I believe it was for the number one contender for the Ways uh, Women's Tag Team Championship. It was Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon defeating Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I quite like that. I really want WWE in general to do away with a singles champion also competing for the tag team championships. There's yes. plenty of talent to go around on that roster, especially on NXT. My goodness. Exactly, and I think those two tag teams put on a really good show when they originally clashed. I'm sure it'll be another great one with In Your House coming up, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. So it's coming up. It's actually coming up before Hell in a Cell. Uh, what else did we have? We had uh, Frankie Monet debuted. She squashed a jobber, uh, Cara Jade, I think, or Cora Jade, I think was her name. Doesn't matter. Uh, Frankie Monet, of course, was going to win this match. She looked pretty good doing you, it, yeah, too. Yeah, what did you think of her? What did you think of the whole thing? Because there's a lot of hype here. A lot of people are yeah. pretty hype. So I've never seen uh, her as... Uh, um, Ty Valkyrie. Her. Ty Valkyrie. Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, something Valkyrie. I never saw her. But yeah, there was a lot of hype around her because she does have a name to her. Yeah. from before WWE, before NXT. I was impressed. It, it's always hard to get an idea of how someone is in a squash match because they're made to look good. So are you looking good because that's the way the match was designed? But yeah, so far so good. Um, you know, they, they built her up for a few months, really. Yeah. Uh, so I think they need to give her a big bang opener. Uh, what else did we have? We had an announcement... Mm -hmm. An announcement for the next an challenger for the NXT title. So there will be a triple threat match, one of Jason's favorites. Uh, <laughs> it will be Kyle O'Reilly. Cool, Kyle. Johnny Gargano. Mm. Pete Dunne. Crazy. The winner faces the person who is the NXT champion at In Your House. Uh, you may see by my name here, my display name, we had another million dollar showdown. Yes, these are Ca good. They're pretty good. Cameron <laughs> yeah, Grimes fun. confronted Ted DiBiase. The million dollar man showed up with his trademark laugh. Sasha Banks maybe take some classes with this guy because he could just <laughs> bust it out on a dime. <laughs> right? He could just do it. He could just do it. <laughs> Or so I, I can't I can't do it justice. I don't think anyone waxy, can. Waxy, waxy. There we go. But milky, LA Knight milky, also milky, came milky, out milky, and milky. said, Hey, don't be with this loser. Join up with me. 
They beat the crap out of each other. And uh, then Ted DiBiase laughed again. So I don't know what's going on with that exactly quite yet. But hey, uh, I'll, borrow from, I'll borrow from Simon Miller. If this uh, brings back the million dollar belt, I'm in for that. Oh, that would be That'd be wild. Uh, championship. That would be wild. I would be in. I would be in. Uh, we had... Why am I drawing a blank here all of a sudden? We did have another match that I am trying. Well, we had Bronson Reed coming out to the ring, celebrating his newly won North American title. Looking for a new challenger. Who comes out? Santos Escobar. Mm. Of course, flanked by the legado Del Fantasma. Uh, so it looks like Santos is going to be the next person in line to challenge for that title. That's going to be an interesting, interesting matchup. Legado and MSK, who came to Bronson Reed's rescue, uh, also will have a title match in the near future. We had a couple segments. Walter talking to Imperium. Uh, so Imperium still around, even though they're now one member less. Uh, we had more Indy Hartwell, Dexter Loomis stuff. I really don't want to talk too much about that. I'm over it, over it. Um, Grizzled Young Veterans cut a promo on Champa and Thatcher. Very solid. We had Pete Dunn defeating Bobby Fish in a singles match. Again, I'm happy to see Fish back, but Pete Dunn needed to beat him. Pete Dunn's got to keep looking strong. Uh, Oni Lorcan came out and attacked Bobby Fish after the match, so hey, maybe we have something there. Again, all for that. That should be a solid physical match. But I guess I got to talk about the main event. The main event was a NXT Championship match. Karrion Cross, Finn Balor, great match, slobber knocker of a match. The slobber and, knocker. Yeah, exactly, a slobber knocker. And how does it end? It ends with Karrion Cross literally choking out Finn Balor. He didn't tap. He just passed out in the sleeper. Was put to sleep. Scarlet loving every minute of it. Of course. She, she loves everything that person does, that man does. I think they're together in real life, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was NXT in a nutshell. A pretty solid, you know, continuing hit row. Also cut a pretty good promo. Uh, I really like them as a group right now. Uh, so they look good. Um, and one thing I do want to mention that didn't happen on the show, but rumors swirling around is that uh, we saw Rick Boogs last week and this past Ooh. week as well. The rumors are there are more NXT call-ups to come Whoa. in the near future as the WWE starts getting back on the road. Nice. Names I have, I mean, I don't know if there's any legitimacy, but we haven't seen Io Shirai since Stand and Deliver. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen Adam Cole since Stand and Deliver. Oh my goodness. Those are the two that I can see. And they say NXT UK, they may also have some call-ups from there too. So I'm all for that. Goodness. And Finn, of course, is another one who is always like, yeah, he can come back. Come on. Bring him up. Finn's surely had his, like that match there was good. That's enough. He doesn't need to stick around now. He's done. You already Gary have... Cross now has the legitimacy of beating Finn Balor multiple times, keeping him yeah. down. It wasn't schmozzy. He's a legitimate yeah. NXT champion. I want to yeah. see a title run from Karrion, Yeah, but you're right. Finn and Balor, let's go. You already have three very worthy challengers who are going to be in a match. Any one of those three guys, mm -hmm. O'Reilly, Dunn, yeah. or Gargano, yeah, would be a great challenger mm -hmm. to yeah. Karrion Cross. 
Absolutely. There I was Gargano. I want to see Gargano's whole empire going against Karrion Cross. I want to see, I don't know. Maybe they may not do that, but I want to see. It'd be interesting. Or be done. Oh, Pete would be an interesting, any of them, really. Give me any of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. Sure to be a solid match. So there's your very quick NXT recap. I think there were a couple other matches in there, but really those are the main ones. Nice. There you go. NXT, yeah. Love it. The second and, uh, best wrestling show. Mm. Just mm. saying. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I also but give myself a pish for the week, as I just realized uh, today again when I watched some some Simon Miller recap. NXT stands for next. I had not made that connection, so I am the pish of the week for myself. Well, you, never, uh, you never worked that out? I, I never worked that out. I, what did you think it was? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was like a, a national exhibition team. Yeah, I don't know. No, that would be net. I don't know. No. Yeah. Next. next. Like exhibit the X. rapper. Oh, okay. Like exhibit. Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> NXT. And if we want to talk about uh, earlier, was a. Uh, we want to talk about Raw real quick before we end this, just because of how pish-filled it was. You can listen to Simon Miller's recap. I we won't go too much into it since we're drawing late here. But Lewis, Vegan Daddy, into the group chat says, Also, Raw this week. Drew versus Bobby again. Like JFC, Jesus fucking Christ, you have more than two wrestlers. Like legit, you could show me any of the past three or four Raws, and I wouldn't be able to tell you which is which. And that yep. is so freaking true they are going back to the well over and over and over we're just seeing the same things like naya Shayna, and reginald having beef with each other yeah. bobby versus drew well kofi's in it now as we talked about earlier great alexa setting Shayna on fire like what is going on here with Shayna baszler jason i know you have been a huge critic of how Shayna baszler has been booked up until this point what are they doing with Shayna baszler in terms of her booking in the matches and now her going after alexa bliss with like that uh, what, what did she say about the doll? Like, uh, you don't matter. I don't know. She barked at the doll in some weird way. Um, like, I put the say? gif in the group chat. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but... Um, you're just a stupid doll. I think so they want her to doll. quit, it seems. I think they want her to leave <laughs> yeah. the company, so they're going to just keep shoveling shit on her until she decides to Brett Baker versus Shayna Baszler. Let's go. I do love... Uh, and again, uh, borrowing from Simon here, uh, I love how Shayna ended that saying, we're going to have to talk next week. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, you're sitting right there. I didn't watch this <laughs> Raw recap, but oh my God. I mean, uh, Shayna Baszler, obviously, like we knew what she was before, uh, dominated the uh, Rage in the Cage, what's it called? The Elimination Chamber. And <laughs> Rage in the Cage. And... Um, <laughs> I think that's the best place for her because she's intimidating in the ring, but... Uh, you know, her voice really isn't that intimidating. The less she speaks, the better, in my opinion. Like, I mean, unless she can get a different cadence or a different character voice, because, like, her voice is, doesn't I'm match her persona. I'm sick of you interfering Kinda, like, in my matches. Like, it's just, it's, hey, yeah, she's it's just Grover. She's, she's not she's very, like, an angry Kermit. No, it sounds, yeah, doesn't it's sound good. good, like, intimidating, you know? So no. I think she should be more of the strong, silent type and just dominate and yeah. get back to that. If she's going to have a, a moment like that where you're talking to the doll, it has to be one of the few things she ever says, and it has to be, like, low-tone, yeah. should have ripped I mean, the doll's head off with her teeth. Yeah, something. <laughs> Punch the doll. Do anything that fits your character rather than just... Yeah. Spell it. Just spell it. 
You're Good. a wee, yeah. wee mean little Eat some dog. COVID, you bitch. Like, yeah, Whoa, okay, here we go. Like got my family. And now, like, that's how you start, like, some, like, a feud with Alexa after all of this time. Yeah. Alexa's going crazy. She's this evil being, as we can tell. She wants to kill people, and, you know, the bad doll. They buried, um... <laughs> Scott, uh, Scotland's own once again for another uh, week. Nikki Cross. What are they doing to Nikki Cross? She's like, and she's got a new theme. What is uh, that? Uh, oh my god. The worst thing is. That's the Riot Squad. I beat you last week, and now I'm here to challenge you as well. And I'm going to beat you in as well. Is this her farewell parade? Is this what they're giving us? They're like, here, you're going to be in the main. You know, we're going to be around the main stuff, but, you know, when your contract's up. You're right. Yeah. Like, is it, why would you book someone this way? It'd be better if she just wasn't on TV, unless you get paid more or something, which is good, I guess. Yeah, remember what she was like in NXT? Class. We mm-hmm. always say it. We always with say sanity. it. She, she was NXT. great she with sanity. Was, yeah. She was, uh, yeah, a killer, wasn't she? Yeah. Basically. And now she's, like, yeah. dancing around, like, yeah, it lasted two minutes. Like, yeah. imagine... <laughs> A year ago or two years ago, whatever, we we said Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross, like Rhea Ripley, you know, like these three are at the top of the title picture on Raw and SmackDown. Imagine that one day. And now we're here. And look at the version of Nikki Cross and look at the version of even now they're giving us of Rhea Ripley. What are they doing? What are they doing to her? Just that, this is that, not what we want. This is not what we need. This is not what she needs. What does everybody want? Yeah. What is not this. It matches with the <laughs> that whole segment. It squashes. Shayna Baszler awful. talking to a doll. <laughs> like, <laughs> the like these two that we're started, talking about. It started. This is the best you give the, us. The Miz and Morrison coming out right, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, fine. The Miz is back, and he doesn't talk about zombie. Well, he doesn't. He no mention of the fact that he was killed by zombie. Yeah, yeah. give me something. And, and, yeah. and just, no, but not, and just, just played it off. Like, just say I was like nothing's different. I don't know. It's this classic WWE thing where the, it was a moment, yeah. and now it doesn't exist Forget anymore, it. like it's Family it a, Guy. No, it was a like commercial. This is the Simpsons. Morrison, obviously, has the thing of garlic, and I, I have to say, I am enjoying Morrison just now, because it's ridiculous. Yep, like, yep. Yeah, he's, he's really getting ridiculous now. Everything's yeah. just super uh, moist. What does he call himself? The most, the most moist, moist, the, the, the moist, the most moisty. Yeah. That's a word a lot of people hate. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why it's good. Oh, he's great. They're both awesome. Awesome. Oh, on a lot of levels. It works on so many levels. He's a sick man. That, see great. when he's talking about the garlic and he, he, about vampires and all that kind of stuff. He, the camera pads and Miz is there just like. Smirking like <laughs> he's he's so close to laughter and he just yeah. can't do it, you know. But yeah, everything after that was just absolutely honking a pish. There's one moment from actually from Charlotte telling Sm- the shut up was good. Yeah, yeah. One moment. And then from also SmackDown. when yeah, sorry, on you, on you, Keep going, keep going, keep going. One moment from SmackDown in the women's division that I did think was worth a mention because it's my favorite moment. Other outside of AEW of the week is is Michael Cole going covered by Belanca, and then Bailey <laughs> Bailey just goes Belanca, you stupid idiot, and I just Belanca. lost it. Belanca it was yeah, absolutely excellent. Cover That's by gold. Belanca, Michael Cole, you stupid idiot. 
That's gold. Oh, that's good. so good. Yeah, yeah the, the women's division doesn't seem to be doing particularly well. Another bad for me from the women's division this week on Raw was the little promo before the advert that Alexa does about speaking to Reginald. And she's like, oh, yeah, so be there or be square, and then draws a rectangle. And I was kind of like, oh, that's <laughs> so frustrating. Like, that's a circle. <laughs> why? Why? Be there or be square. And then they animate, like, she draws it out, but they animate, like, a little skull box thing. Just oh. do, it as, do it as a square. You've, you've added this in, and you do a rectangle, <laughs> which she's just said, be there or be square. Are you having me on? Oh, my God. It's just the little things like that that... It's so poor. So <laughs> poor. I could just see you sitting there like, it's, that's a fucking rectangle. They <laughs> don't square me. It's all stupid. Just waiting I, for I, it to I, go. I, no, that's too long. <laughs> what, what did I say was my pitch stop, last stop. week? It was it was putting Riker and Elias yeah. in the tag team title picture. Now I'm even more pissed because they broke him up for no reason because Elias like, I don't want to travel with this guy, which I, I get because he's an freak, absolute like, freak. But... Wait, so is this kayfabe <laughs> or is this not? Like, it's so funny. It's like, yeah, I can't make a car with that guy. <laughs> but it's it's just like, okay, then now what? I like I hated it last week. Yeah. I hate it this week for different reasons. But it's, it's again, it's the same stuff. And we all know what is the definition of insanity. It's doing the same thing every single week and expecting different results. And there's no different results. We're still annoyed. We're, We're still, still stop watching Raw. <laughs> One of the only good things that did happen on Raw was, of course, Randy Orton using the bro Derek to put away that was good. That's my highlight for sure. They should just be the whole show. Just and he winked at him right as he's holding up. He looks at him and then does it. I was like, "This is great. This is just perfect. I need more of this. Give me more of that, and give me more of the end of SmackDown with like Biggie, Sammy, and everybody else, and we'll be okay." But there's a lot of fucking pish to go around. And my goodness, yeah, it was it was pretty poor. Oh, and Seamus' broken nose as well. Oh. Oof. That looked... Oof. Yeah, like... Yeah, he ate that one. You, you see it as well. Like, you see him in slow-mo, they showed you it, and it's kind of like... I mean, Seamus is a big, ugly bastard at the best of times, but with a broken nose... Oof. It was... Yeah, he's got to take on the uh, he's got to take on the Cody Rhodes gimmick, the the undashing Sheamus with the clear mask on. And <laughs> oh yes. yeah, good point. I wonder if he'll have a yeah. mask on when he comes back next week. He should. That'll be great. Yeah, that was my class. favorite Cody Rhodes right there. Yeah. I don't know why he needs a whole team to cut his promos. Those promos as undashing Cody Rhodes were excellent. Yeah, it it's a lot of trauma work. after Stardust. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it's all a big blur before there and. <laughs> Stardust at the beginning was sick. I liked Stardust at the beginning, and then he just went. It was great at the beginning. I don't know sure. what they did with yeah. them and bad booking and bad everything, but at start, bad I loved bunny. it. Bad bunny. Wow. Jason, anything uh, anything you want to say about this week in wrestling? Uh, what do you What do you got? Uh, no, honestly, this was a tough week. There was a lot going on. There was uh, Canadians and uh, basketball, and uh, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't really Canadians. In- no, the, no, Montreal Canadiens. Oh, hockey, the, Mon- oh the Sea Ducks. Right. There's, there's, you know, Canadians, there's Canadians around here. Yeah, there's all these Canadians <laughs> around Canada. It's so weird. I don't know what to do. Normally, I at least catch SmackDown, but there's just a lot going on this weekend. I wasn't invested in wrestling at all. Uh, hopefully next week. But it seems like I didn't miss much other than, uh, you know, I caught AEW at least. Uh, that's the only really thing that seems to have it mattered this week. It. Yeah, I mean, I, I caught it. I didn't catch it clean, but I caught, caught it. Caught it, Jace. One, one bounce. What did Michael Cole say? It was a glancing blow. 
Glancing blow. Oh, I hit it with the glancing knee. The young He's out. Glancing knee. Mysterio. Yeah. The glancing knee. Yeah, I'll start. Oh, but I, I am looking forward to uh, uh, this Mysterio brother. Uh, I mean, the Mysterio. <laughs> the Mysterios Mysterio versus uh, Jay and Uso. I mean, Jay, Jay and Uso. <laughs> I think someone said that on a are website. They playing, uh, uh, are, they, are they in a Rage in a Cage match or whatever it is? The Uso. Jay and Uso, Uso versus the Mysterio the brothers in a Rage and Cage match. Rage and Cajun match. Rage and Cajun match. No, oh I think God. I called this out that they would fight each other, and it's happening now. So I'm happy yeah. uh, to see that. Yeah, the super babyface storybook team of oh my my son and I are the champions versus like ooh so penitentiary. It's gonna be a good uh, good rivalry, I think. Yeah, I That's agree. Awesome. I agree. Was there anything else you guys wanted to get off of your fucking jobber plates uh, this week? I know we've gone on long and hard about. Uh, mm. AEW, Hard. but <laughs> yeah, hurry, Rod, hurry. Hard. dumb. There's a lot of like bios I want to yeah. watch. Uh, but you said Bret Hart's coming up. Uh, Mick Foley. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Bret the Hitman Hart coming to you on yeah. A and E next week. Bio those have all been Mick really Foley's good. I recommend passed. watching all of them. Mick Foley just passed. I, no, his his bio, bio just just just, just, yeah. uh, just passed us. Definitely have to watch that. And, uh, um, I'll watch that one and Brett. And and Dark Side sick. of the Ring, I think there's an Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warriors. That yeah, That's I, like, I got to catch up on all this. I've been watching too much Sopranos, so I got to catch up on some of this stuff. <laughs> Give it a break, bud. I'm almost done. Enamored. I got to get it. I got to get it. I'm too addicted. Oh, I'm Sopranos. almost done. You can't even watch wrestling because you're addicted with Sopranos. Crazy. It's true. It's true. You're going to finish it before I do. I never watched the last, uh, the last bit. I'm almost done. You're on season six? Almost. A couple matches. Oh, I mean, a couple, a couple matches. Match. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for uh, showing up, bud. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. It's like scarf. Is that tight a tight tight of it too? Yeah, that's what I was Woo! Say. <laughs> It's like big boss man. <laughs> remember that? Oh. Yeah, you remember? No, that? I just, I just yeah. watched. You remember um, three minute warning? <laughs> three minute warning? Yeah, yeah. Do you like the stuff they used to do? Was crazy. They'd have like these like women come in the ring and they'd kick them in the stomach and like jump on them and throw them off the top rope. I'm like, what the hell? What? Like, three yeah, minutes but... are up, ladies, and just kicks her in the stomach. And, <laughs> like, and then he and, then, and the two unconscious women, he put what? them in like a 69 position in the middle of the ring and they left. I'm like, this uh, is what they used to do? very different time. Yeah. Haunted. I mean, the same time where Snitsky kicked a baby into the... Yeah, yeah but at least we know the baby's not real. And then Triple H killed his daughter. But it was supposed to be. Someone killed Triple H's daughter. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Dog wild. murder, mud wrestling. It was the wild, oh, wild. Yeah, night. Al Snow. Al Snow. Uh, what does everybody back, They were allowed to take risks back then. Now yeah. this is the same. But now yeah, they were able you know, to Bobby's got a, a crew put, of some put sort. Women through tables. Yeah, Bobby's got something. Bobby got brought the hose back. Mm. Yeah, Bobby's hose. What's up with that? <laughs> Did they explain that? Trade. Why no. does he have a bunch of ladies? It's just for to party. Oh, the new hurt business. Lana went through or something. Who needs Cedric and Shelton? Hurt and squirtiness. There's a hurt on all and of them. Squirt. <laughs> the squirt business. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh. Well, if you've liked what you've listened to, please leave a <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> I don't even know if I liked what I just listened to yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, if anyone can handle all those ladies, it's definitely Bobby. 
Yeah. Okay. All the boys, all the ladies, you can handle it all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. On behalf of the Million Dollar Wax, Jordan the Best Man, Jason's the Champions League champion who never watches the Champions League, I am Ginger Heat. You can reach out to us, hello, at the Four Jobbers or at the Four Jobbers on social media. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to reach out to us individually, all of our social medias are in the description below, or at least they better be. Whoever's making this, just copy and paste uh, the old ones, okay? Thanks. Sick. <laughs> Moist. God bless. God bless. Moist. Wax? Yes. <laughs>